I've always been curious about cracking the formula of success. It comes in different shapes and sizes, yet the message is all the same. I've created this video series to help and inspire. I'll be interviewing friends in entertainment, philanthropy, entrepreneurs, and visionaries who live and breathe their passion every single day. They deal with the daily challenges, overcome the obstacles, and live their truth to the fullest. I invite you to listen and leave inspired. I'm Ivan Estrada, and this is Breaking the Chain. Originally from Brisbane, Australia, Dean McCarthy has been taking the entertainment reporting world by storm. From the red carpet at the Oscars, Grammys, major motion picture premieres, and one-on-one -on -one interviews with some of the most famous and iconic people in the world. From radio, TV, and the fashion world, there's no stopping to what Dean McCarthy can do. I'm so excited to have you here. Well, thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. Awesome. Well, I get to finally switch the tables on you and <laughs> exactly. put you in the hot seat. It's weird. No, normally, I'm the one asking the questions. This is a strange experience for me. Oh, I love it. So, so let's get started. Exactly. Love it. So, Dean, you've interviewed hundreds of people. Mm -hmm. What one interview has made the biggest impact in your life and why? I would say um, I've interviewed a ton of movie stars and actors and things like that and, and musicians. But the one interview that I always think about, actually, is with 50 Cent. Uh, Bit of a surprise. Yeah, a little you know. bit, a little bit. Uh, we started talking about his new TV series called Power, but he's a really, really intelligent guy. And he wrote a book called The 50th Law. Hmm. And it's about being relentless and how to achieve success. And I said to him, um, my question was, how do you be powerful? And he said to me when I walked in, he's like, you're already halfway there. I said, really? How, what's this? And he said, how you present yourself is so important. He said, when you walked in the room, I sat up straighter. This is from 50 Cent. This guy's a legend. And then we just sat there talking about life and how to achieve success and, and, um, and I guess all of his life lessons and learnings. And I sat there until the in interview finished. And then every time I see him, him and I get on so well. So 50 Cent, my favorite and most memorable interview for sure. And that's so, I mean, I, I thought maybe you were going to say maybe Oprah <laughs> or, but 50 Cent, I mean, I could see it. That's I could see there. it. Yeah. He's, he's definitely an interesting guy. He yeah. has a lot to offer, not mm -hmm. just a musician, but also a yeah. writer. He's an author. It's, it was a New York Times bestselling book called wow. the 50th, Power, 50th Power, I think it was. It's amazing. Oh, Incredible. That's, that's amazing. And, and I'm pretty sure it talked about challenges, and that yeah. takes us into our second question. Mm -hmm. Of the challenges you've faced, which one has been the most that has taken the biggest impact for you? The biggest challenge I've ever faced, uh, it's a pretty big challenge actually, is when I moved to America. So I grew up with a, a huge family. I have this incredible supportive family and I've got a ton of great friends back in Australia. But when I moved to America and then I became single, I literally and honestly felt very, very much by myself for the first time in my entire life. So I didn't have this huge support network around me that I was very used to for, you know, 20 something years. Yeah. So here I was, I'm in a new country and I literally remember there was a form that I had to fill out and it said, who is your emergency contact? And I didn't have anyone to put as my emergency contact. And I think that that experience of being by myself in a new country, I didn't even know what a um, social security number was. That's our serial number. Yeah. That's, how, <laughs> I was like, that's I how they track us. Never heard of it. Never heard of it in my entire life. <laughs> wow. And I think that from that challenge, came one of my greatest strengths, which is now my independence. So I feel very independent and I work independently and I have my goals and I, and I, I you know, achieve them on my own. And so I think from that challenge actually came one of my biggest skills. Wow. For sure. Wow, that's amazing. So 
what keeps you centered and focused every mm -hmm. single day? A lot of us have a certain practice. We either meditate mm -hmm. or we go to the gym yeah. or read something inspirational. What's your secret sauce? What keeps you focused? The big thing for me, and anyone who knows me will know this, uh, I'm obsessed with the gym. Health and fitness overall, actually. So I go to the gym probably six times a week, uh, sometimes seven times a week, and I get up really early and I eat really, really clean, and I don't really drink, as you know. Yeah, I know. Uh, it sounds really boring, actually, but I feel very fresh on the weekends when everyone else is heading, so it's a, it's a good trick. You always look good. It's like, <laughs> he doesn't drink, so uh, yeah, I there we really go. Drink. There's the secret. And, you know, and I, I train really hard in the gym. I train like an athlete. That's how I think about it in my brain. But what that means is uh, I sleep really well, um, it starts my, I start my day really well. I'm, I'm fit and I, um, I have great flexibility and it just helps me kind of get through my life. I never complain about feeling sore or anything like that. It's just a really great foundation for a great life. That's what I find. And so me. working out for you, is mm -hmm. it morning, afternoon, at night? When is it Always best? morning. That's the best way to kick off the day. Another uh, practice of mine actually is... I'm all about gratitude, so I don't really talk about this much, but I know for sure that negativity and gratitude can't live in the same space. Absolutely so you not. can't be having negative thoughts and negative words if you are, you are in the space of gratitude. So every day I write in my gratitude journal, sometimes when I wake up, sometimes when I go to bed, uh, and often if I'm having a really awful moment, you know, like one of those emails that riles you up or there's something in traffic and I just stop and I write mm. down all the things I'm grateful for, uh, and there's a... Well, there's an unlimited amount of things to be grateful for. You should for. be. You should yeah. be. Yeah, and so, you know, it, it makes me feel amazing. Yeah. So, speaking about gratitude, mm -hmm. so we all have a why in life, why we do what we do. Mm -hmm. What is yours? Well, you know, it kind of comes to sound, might sound a little bit dark in the beginning, but my big drive for me over here in America is that when you move to a new country, particularly America, you have to get a great job and you have to have a visa and everything kind of has to work for you or you would have to leave the country, right? right? right. So... For me, the big why for such a long time was I have to make something of myself here and my time and for my career in America or they make you go home. You know what I mean? So originally it was probably out of a fear. Yeah. You know, okay, you have to do a good job. But now it really is just so that I can achieve my dreams. Yeah, it's I, for me. It's for I me. love that. It's very inspirational, especially coming from a different country. Mm -hmm. You know, I was born here, so I don't have the experience. But, you know, so many people just pack their bags from across the country and come to Los Angeles with the dream. And mm -hmm. you actually made it happen, yeah. which must feel great. Yeah, yeah, I like it, for sure. So, I mean, so this question, I, this is a very interesting question. A now or never moment. Mm -hmm. When was that for you? I had an actual now or never moment. Uh, I was in my 20s and I was living in Sydney. Um, and interestingly, everything was going great. So I had a great job, it paid me really well. I had an SL, Mercedes, Ooh. I lived in Bondi. Like everything on paper looked great. Right. But I knew that my real dream was to move to America and to be a host. And I really, my real dream was to interview celebrities. That was the big dream. And it was just like, now or never. And I remember there's a lot of fear when you're in that space. Like imagine moving on a one-way ticket to America. But I remember thinking I was more afraid of being 80 years old, sitting on my wheel, you know, rocking chair and wondering what if. That actually frightens me more than if I moved over here and it didn't work out. So in my 20s, it was like, it was really now or never. And so I just went for it. And I love that you said that about fear. Like fear, I feel like it holds so many of us back from mm -hmm. actually fighting for what we believe in from 
going for that job that we want mm -hmm. because we're afraid of, is this gonna pay enough? What about my family? What right. if I have to change my lifestyle? It really hinders us from being who we really wanna be. And I love the fact that you literally just told fear to, you know, move aside, yeah. I'm gonna go do what I wanna do. Right. And that's amazing. Like that's yeah. truly inspirational and that's something that I really want our viewers to get from that. To, get that you know, fear out of the way and, and do what you really want to do. And see, the thing is the fear doesn't go away. You, you, just like you said, you see the fear and you act anyway, even in the face of the fear. You're terrified. I remember sitting on the plane with my one-way ticket to America, August 24, 2012. I know the day very well. Wow. <laughs> petrified, petrified. But I was like, you're going to do this anyway. If I really had listened to the fear, I would have just stayed. I wouldn't have come. Wow, yeah. amazing. So five years from now, Dean, mm -hmm. What does your life look like? Do you know what? This is, I'm so clear on this. This is like not even like a woo. This is like an actual. I will have my own show. Uh, Argyle Grant will be in all the major retailers. And you would have sold me a home in the Hollywood Hills. Do you know I've actually found it? I even know the one. And I spoke to my broker and I was like, how much do I need to put down? And what do my payments need to be? And how much would I need to earn? And I've got it all sorted. I'm all over it. You need to send me that house. I need, <laughs> exactly. I, need, I need to check it out. Yeah, we need to get it soon, actually, before it sells. But I'm sure it's going to sell quickly. So with ho bringing the Hollywood Hills into the conversation, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of foreigners have an idea of what it is to live in Los Angeles mm -hmm. and all about ho the whole real estate situation out here. Mm -hmm. What was your perception of Los Angeles real estate from Australia? You know, the thing is, um, probably you think of LA, when you live in Australia, you think of LA, you think of Hollywood, and we literally think that all the celebrities live in the Hollywood Hills and they're all really rich. That's kind of what you think, right? And then you move here and you realize that's not the case at all. No. So <laughs> it's really not. Celebrity and rich, they just don't go hand in hand, yeah. although you think they do. So my perception was everyone lived in these huge mansions. I definitely thought houses were more expensive. So I came from Sydney, right? And you need a couple of million bucks to get just a house. It's an expensive market. Literally, yeah. yeah. And so I came over here thinking all these houses were like 15, 20 million, but you know, you can kind of pick up a good deal. You would be able to pick up a good deal. Yeah, I can help you with that. <laughs> exactly. I can help you with that. Yeah. So this is a good question. Uh, mm -hmm. If you can name the title of your own movie mm -hmm. and you have to put one bad word in there, what would it be? It would have to be, he fell down a thousand times and got the Back up a thousand and one. I love it. And we're not going to bleep that. We're going to leave it in there. <laughs> love it. So, Dean, we've come mm -hmm. to the ending of our interview. So, mm -hmm. if there was one thing, one piece of advice that you can give out to our viewers who mm -hmm. are not happy where they are, mm -hmm. that they want to fight for their dream, mm -hmm. that they're, you know, they have a passion, but they're just too scared to do it. Mm -hmm. What's your advice for them? The big thing is this. You must surround yourself with amazing people. That is the foundation. It's key. So, yes, if you want to have a great career or you want to follow your dreams or you want to go for that job or whatever it is, you have to surround yourself with amazing people. That is step one. And go to the gym before you get up. Go to the gym. Try that. You'll feel amazing and it'll kickstart your day. There we go. Just go to the gym. <laughs> well, well, Dean, thank you so much. Yeah, it's been amazing switching the tables on mm, you or the up. chairs, actually. Mm. So we will see you next time. I'm your host, Ivan Estrada. Thank you. It was such a great experience interviewing Dean McCarthy and cracking his formula to what makes him a success. Now here are the top three takeaways that I thought were the most valuable. Number one is doing a daily practice to keep you centered. Dean likes to go to the gym at five in the morning every single day. Now what's something that you can do to keep you centered? You can either go to the gym or meditate or write in a journal. It's finding something that you can do that will work for you. Number two, Negativity and gratitude can't live in the same space. 
I love that he said that. What Dean does every single day is that he writes this in a journal to remind himself of what he does have and not of what he doesn't have. So it's all about finding something that'll work for you. Maybe it's a journal or maybe even just a simple post-it on your refrigerator to remind yourself about how lucky you are. My biggest takeaway was surround yourself with good and amazing people. I've heard numerous times that you become the average of the top five people you spent most of your time with. So choose wisely. Thanks again for joining me. I'm Ivan Estrada. I will see you next time on Breaking the Chain.